The Viking Age was a time of great slaughter and conquest, and Emma of Normandy would live through the height of it. She was an intriguing medieval queen, and her presence and actions spawned a new period in English history. Queen Emma was born in around the year 985 AD, and reigned at the end of a period now known as the Early Medieval or the Dark Ages, and her life is a tale of intrigue, politics, power, sex, and much war. Emma was the daughter of Richard I of Normandy, and her mother was a Dane called Gunnar, so she had Scandinavian blood on both sides of her line. Her great-grandfather was the Viking warrior Rollo, Normandy's founder, so Emma was therefore a Norman, but her ancestry was very Viking. Viking raids were still very much alive and going on, and Emma's brother Richard II, the Duke of Normandy, had a tense relationship with King Ethelred the Unready, who accused him of harbouring Viking forces that were attacking England. In the wake of the Scandinavian attacks on both England and Normandy in the year 1001, Emma was sent to England to marry Ethelred, whose first wife had died. The young woman or child sailed to a foreign land to marry a king who was at least 20 years older than her and had already fathered 10 children. Nevertheless, this was a powerful alliance for the House of Normandy, and it had fallen to Emma to be the embodiment of a peacemaker. Ethelred and Emma had two sons, Edward, who would later be known to history as Edward the Confessor, and another boy called Alfred. Centuries of Viking raids meant that many residing in England were Danes, and they had integrated into society. Not long after Emma's marriage with Ethelred, he announced a massacre of the Danes living in England. On St Brice's Day, on the 13th of November in the year 1002, Ethelred ordered an extermination of Danes who had settled and sprung upon the island, and he even proclaimed it was God's will. Now the Viking response when it came was brutal and devastating. The King of Denmark and Norway and a renowned warrior King Swain Forkbeard would avenge the St Brice's Day Massacre by raiding in England for a whole decade after the year 1002 and selling the spoils of war off to Emma's own brother, Duke Richard II of Normandy. The commander of the legendary order of the Yom's Vikings, Thorkel the Tall, led a Viking invasion to England in the year 1009. Thorkel's Yom's Vikings would cause so much havoc and disruption in England that Swain was quick to exploit the devastation he was causing, and in 1013, he personally led his forces in a full-scale invasion of England. The Anglo-Saxon Chronicle states that King Swain went around Northern England first. The great lords such as Uhtred would bow to him, as did all the Northumbrians. All of the North would submit to him, and he would make his way south to Oxford, where more would bow. From there, they went to Winchester, and more people did the same, and next was London. The Londoners did put up a resistance, but they eventually submitted. Emma of Normandy could sense that the end was near, and demanded to be put under the protection of her brother Richard in Normandy. She would go there with her children, to escape the horror and terror that was taking place in England. This was humiliating for Emma. She was the wife of a failed king. Swain Forkbeard was crowned the King of England in the year 1013 in December, pushing aside the Anglo-Saxon dynasty 
and becoming the first Viking ruler of the entirety of England. Swain Falkbeard's rule over England wouldn't last long however, as he would die in February of 1014, having only been on the throne for around two months. The Norsemen would instantly swear allegiance to Swain's son Canute, but English noblemen would send word to Ethelred to negotiate his restoration to the throne. Once Ethelred had returned to the fold, he would launch an expedition against Canute, who was ready to die for the English crown his father had taken. Once Ethelred was in control of his army, his son Edmund Ironside would ambush Canute, forcing him to redraw his army from England in April of 1014. However, the country was ravaged and general society was in complete disarray. And just two years later after regaining the throne, King Ethelred died in the year 1016. Emma was now alone in a foreign kingdom with little to no allies. She would turn to one of her stepchildren for support, and that was the warrior prince Edmund Ironside, who was rumoured to be one of the finest swordsmen in the land. Her only hope was to keep close to his side, to try to keep control of her estates that she had been given on her marriage to the king. Canute would return to England at the head of an army, but Edmund wasn't going to let him take the throne so easily. The two men would be constantly at war for over a year, with rivers of blood staining the English soil. The culmination of this war was at the Battle of Assenden, where Canute decisively defeated Edmund. But Canute respected Edmund so much as a warrior that after the battle, they negotiated a peace and divided the country between them. However, on the 30th of November, Edmund died either from his wounds in battle or from being assassinated, and Canute would become the king of all England. The land had once again fallen into the hands of the Viking invaders. After the fall of Edmund and the rise of Canute, it may seem odd for Emma to have stayed in England, but in England she had once been a queen, she had royal estates, and in Normandy she had nothing except her brother's protection. But once Canute saw her beauty and elegance, he wanted Emma to be his queen. He could have wanted her out of lust, politics, or a combination of the two. However, there was a slight problem. Canute was already married to El Gifu. Canute would simply deny the validity of the marriage to his first wife and would marry Emma. Emma also negotiated a deal in which Canute swore that he would support their sons in the future of having a claim to the throne. Although Emma seems to have had little influence during the reign of her first husband, the marriage to Canute seems to have been more of a partnership. She was a visible figure to the public, enjoying considerable influence at court. She gave Canute three children, including a son called Half Canute, and two daughters, one whose name has been lost, who died at the age of eight, and another daughter called Gunhilda, who married Henry III, the Emperor of Germany. Knut was said to be a wise and successful ruler. He brought together the English and Danish kingdoms under his North Sea Empire. In his court there were both Englishmen and Norsemen, and by his side was Emma. Knut's brother Harold, the King of Denmark, had died, and Knut went to affirm his succession to the Danish crown, making Emma also the Queen of Denmark, as her husband had taken the crown. In the year 1028, Knut would sail off from England to Norway for conquest. The Norwegian king Olaf Haraldsson was unable to put up a serious fight, 
and Knut was crowned king. Emma was now the Queen of England, Denmark and Norway. Knut would die at the age of 45 in 1035, and for Emma, the loss of her powerful husband would leave her in a very vulnerable position. Emma would return to her manor in Winchester, taking the royal treasury with her, in hope she could pass it to her son Hathknut. However, Hathknut was in Denmark, and it was Harold Harefoot, one of Knut's sons by his first wife, Edgifu, who seized the initiative. An agreement was reached, whereby the half-brothers would rule as co-kings, with Emma acting as regent for Halfconut. However, after two years when Halfconut had still not returned to England, Harold would take the crown for himself, driving Emma into exile. In the early years of 1040, Emma and Halfconut were preparing to invade England when they heard of Harold's death. Halfconut succeeded to the English throne without a fight, and later invited his half-brother, Edward, the son of King Ethelred, who had spent nearly 25 years in Norman exile, to join him as his successor. Halfconut would only reign for two years though. He would die after collapsing during a wedding celebration. He was buried alongside his father. In June of the year 1042, Edward the Confessor would ascend to the throne. Edward's relationship with Emma was strained though. After years of separation, and a strong sense of abandonment on Edward's part. This couldn't have helped the situation. Following his coronation, one of Edward's first actions was to ride to Winchester and take the treasury that had been left in his mother's hands. Emma eventually retired to her own estates away from court and would die on the 6th of March in 1052, aged around 68. She was buried next to Canute the Great and her son Halfcanute. Emma had played a pivotal role in English politics in the first half of the 11th century, and some of the effects of this would lead up to the fateful events in 1066, where her nephew William the Conqueror would become the King of England. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed the video, make sure to like, subscribe and share, and I'll see you all soon for another History Profile. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.